I am excited to announce to you a collaboration with my friends at Mountain Tough Fitness Lab to bring you a brand new series on the app called The Spiritually Strong and Morally Tough Man. This is an 11 consecutive day series working through my book, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, where we identify five essentials of manhood. You can find this new series on the app under Mental Spiritual Toughness, and I'm excited to announce to you that it is live now. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Man, on a recent podcast, I spoke to you about how you are uniquely crafted differently than women. This week on Men in the Arena's Equipping Men in 10, I want to talk to you about the six things that God asks men to carry that are, generally speaking, different than women. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm Jim Ramos, your host and guide of Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men, guiding you to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to today's show. Hey guys, I want to remind you that this is November, and as you know, November is uh, the month that we open up our small group signups so you can get plugged in to one of our virtual teams that happens across all the American time zones. So make sure you sign up today. Signups are closing at the end of November and will be closed for the next several months. Uh, hey guys, also this year we are collecting a hero story for every single day of the week throughout the course of the year. This hero story is number 202. Now remember, a hero story is a story of a transformed life. Either you are writing on behalf of someone who our ministry is affected, or you have been directly impacted by our ministry. This week's hero story comes from a guy named Jamie on Instagram, and Jamie writes, Men in the Arena has been a game changer for me. Years ago, I begged my pastors to start a men's ministry in the church, and they didn't. I eventually fell away from the church for many, many years. I finally gave in and attended my first Men in the Arena group. Oh, was I, and boy, am I glad. Since then, my life has done a complete 180. I'm back on the path to ministry. I'm set free from pornography, guilt, shame, and indulging working to mend the relationships that I've damaged, especially with my kids. This group has given me the strength and courage to face my past messes and turn them into God's messages. Man, that is awesome. He continued, he said, hey, without God using men in the arena, I don't think I would have made it through the year. Man, thanks, Jamie, so much. Hit us up at info at menarena.org, and we want to take care of you and say thanks with some swag. On last week's Equipping Men in 10 episode, I spoke to you about these mantles of manhood and how God has uniquely, inherently implanted these deep desires and passions within a man to protect, to provide, to explore, to conquer, and to sacrifice their lives. So what I want to do today is I want to take that a step further, and I want to talk to you about these mantles that God has given a man 
to carry. So the first one is this, and we're gonna start from the most important and work our way down. The first one is obviously carry the cross of Christ. You know, in Galatians chapter six, verse 20, the apostle Paul said this, I have been crucified with Christ, therefore I no longer live, but Jesus Christ now lives in me. The life I live in the flesh or in the body, I live for the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And so the most important thing that you can do to carry your weight and to allow the world to feel the full impact of who you are is to fully give your life to the God who created you through Jesus Christ. I cannot express this the most. I got an email last week from a guy who's very, very angry, a guy I've known many, many years and haven't seen him in many, many years. He's rejected his faith. He's rejected everything about Christianity. And I've known this guy since he was a teenager, and he's never, uh, from what I could recognize, went all in for Jesus. And I responded lovingly. I said, hey, bro, if your faith is not working for you, it's probably because you're not working for it. In other words, give your life up all in, all, all in for Jesus. The problem, guys, is we don't go all in. We stay on the fence and we hover and we waver. Go all in for Jesus. So the second thing that we need to carry is we need to carry the mantle of manhood. So it's one thing to give your life to Jesus. It's another thing I have discovered to really become the man that God has called you to be. I have met a lot of dirtbag guys that follow Jesus. So we need to transfer our passion for Jesus into how we live our daily masculine lives. A couple years ago, I wrote a book called Strong Men, Dangerous Times. It's over my shoulder right here. It was a number one seller on Amazon. In that book, I define five essential traits that make a man who he is. You see, a man is as a man does. If you have not picked up that book, it's available in paperback, it's available on Kindle and it's available on Audible. Pick that book up. It will really, really help you. You know, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 in the New American Standard says this, act like men. And that's what we're talking about here. We have to learn to act like men. So the third thing we need to carry is this. This is going to sound counterintuitive. We need to carry light. You know, I love to hunt. I, I, uh, had we the three Ramos men who went hunting this year, all three killed bucks, and we had to pack out. Two of those bucks had to get packed out. Thankfully, my middle son was with me, and he, with his efforts and strength, made my pack light. And so the uphill climb for two miles was doable with his help. But when he killed his buck, he had to throw the entire weight, the whole buck, on his shoulders and walk it out a mile and a half. And he talked about how grueling it was. He could only go 200 yards at a time because he had the full weight of this animal on his shoulders. And what I want to tell you is this. It is really hard to go through life when we're carrying a heavy load. When I'm talking about a heavy load, I'm talking about uh, men who are unwilling to forgive those people who have hurt them from the past. I'm talking about men who are carrying uh, burdens and stresses that they do not need to carry. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious for anything, but in all things, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your request known to God and the God of peace, who transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, commentator William Barclay tells a cool story. It's a legend of Jesus. We all know that Jesus was a carpenter. Some people say he worked with wood. Others argue that in the land of uh, Israel at the time, there wasn't a lot of wood, so people worked with stone. Either way, it doesn't matter. But in this legend, William Barclay recounts 
that Jesus actually was a woodworker, and specifically, he was a yoke maker. A yoke is what you put over a pair of oxen or one single oxen to plow a field to haul loads. And and so back in the day of Jesus, you would have your, your little shop and you'd have your sign, and then you would market your shop with a, a catchy slogan or motto to describe your uh, your business. Legend has it that Jesus was a master yoke maker, and underneath the sign it said, whatever his company was named, Jesus Inc., my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, a, the better a yoke was crafted, the more balanced it was. It created a lightness, a balance to it for the oxen when they pulled it. And so Jesus is saying, hey, Come to me because the burden, the yoke that I make is light and easy, which reminds me of Jesus in Matthew eleven thirty. He said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Take my yoke upon you, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Now, I don't know if this is a true story. Hey, but I like it anyway, and I'm going to share it to you. So make sure, guys, that we are carrying a light load because life has enough burdens of its own. Number four is to carry the cup of blessing. You know, in Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 5, we see the story of Jesus and the transfiguration. In this story, it's only one of three times that the Father speaks audibly uh, in front of Jesus to the crowd of people around, uh, around him. And in this particular case, we have the scene with Moses and Elijah, who are, are here uh, with transfigured Jesus. And then we have Peter, James, and John. And the father says, this is my son who I love in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And so what I want to tell you is this. The father was very careful to share publicly, audibly to those around him. And also you can see the same phrase at Jesus' baptism. And here's what the Father models for us. That is our job as fathers to carry the cup of blessing. I say it all the time that we should tell our sons and daughters that we love them until they are bored of hearing it, until it becomes routine. We should tell our daughters that they are enough, that they are beautiful, that they are enough until it is boring. We need to tell our sons they've got what it takes. So often it's boring. We need to be the ones heaping the blessings, the cup of blessings upon them. The fifth thing that men need to carry is this. We need to carry our brothers. You know, Galatians 6.2 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. So guys, uh, when, I'm, when I'm recording this episode right now, uh, a dear couple that I, I love deeply, their son has come down with an aggressive form of cancer. So I, I would beg you guys to pray for Ethan to carry Isaac and Nicole's burdens through prayer and lift up this young man that God would bring healing to his life in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's what we do. We, we carry each other's burdens, and in that way we fulfill the law of Christ. And I'll add one more thing to this. It's really easy to carry someone's burdens when things are going well. But when things are not going well, it's really easy to kind of step back. But, you know, Hebrews 10.39 says, We are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but through faith are saved. And to me, it's a picture of somebody who leans in in the moments when people are really hurting or in that dark time. Instead of our first reaction is to step back and let others lean in. But it's our job, guys, as men to lean into those heart situations. So, And the last thing is this. Carry your presence. What does that mean? Well, you know, in John chapter 4, verses 1 through 8, we see Jesus uh, going uh, through Samaria 
on the way to Galilee, instead of the common practice of going uh, east to the Jordan River, heading along the eastern border of the Jordan, and then coming directly into uh, Galilee and bypassing Samaria altogether, Jesus chose instead to go through Samaria. In fact, John the Apostle must have been so ticked because he said in John that Jesus had to go through Samaria. But it's interesting when Jesus gets to the well near the town of Sishar, the Bible says that he sends the disciples into town for food because they were hungry. And it says that Jesus sat down by the well because he was tired. And a woman came and he asked her for a drink. So in this situation, we see Jesus hungry, tired, and thirsty. But he shows up for this woman and changes her life. And she brings the gospel message to her village. And I thought, this is interesting. In the midst of being in a stress bubble, in the midst of being tired, in the midst of being hungry, in the midst of being uh, thirsty, men show up. You know, I've had a lot of pushback when I talk to men who are um, manual workers, blue-collar guys, about these hours of 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. And they say, well, you're a pencil pusher. Uh, You know, we work all day. Come on, bro. I know you have two days off a week. I know you don't work. I mean, I know that you work hard. I'm not saying you don't. But what I'm saying is for you to tell me that you are too busy to show up, that I'm calling uh, calling you out on because I disagree. Every man can show up. If you can't show up at night, show up in the morning. If you can't show up in the morning, show up at lunch. You can show up. So I will never allow a man to tell me he can't show up because of his work. Your work is your choice. Showing up is your choice. Allowing your children and your wife and your people to experience the full presence of who you are is your choice. So guys, I hope that today was a, a blessing to you and a help that you learned that you are six you learned today that there are six things that you need to carry. That you need to carry your cross of Jesus daily, that you need to carry the mantle of manhood and masculinity and what that means. You need to make sure that you carry yourself light through this world, that you carry the cup of blessing to those who love and depend on you, that you carry your brothers in Christ who are hurting, and that you carry your presence, whether you are thirsty, hungry, or tired. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. Hey guys, remember, uh, this is uh, we're coming up to the end of the year. Men in the Arena is a crowdfunded uh, we are a crowdfunded faith-based organization who receives 90% of our income through uh, charitable donations and generous people like you. And we would uh, love for you to give us a year-end donation or come on board as a monthly champion. You can find us on Venmo. We are at Men in the Arena, or you can hit us up at our website, info at menarena.org. Until next time, feel the wet sand of the arena floor. Hear the deafening or the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Carry the load and be a man.